Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I run an online learning community to help you drop the body image issues so you can gain confidence and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's Irresistible You episode. I am starting to feel like myself again. I actually start starting to sound like myself again. Um, the last two podcast episodes, I am so congested, and I'm feeling better, getting back in the groove of things, getting the mojo back, and that is actually some of the things that I want to talk about today. Because one of my core values with this podcast is to always keep it real and to not sugarcoat the journey and the process and the things that go on because that's why we end up overeating. That's why we end up self-soothing ourselves with food and feeling like shit about it because we do things in isolation and we don't talk about these things. And so I love for you to put your headphones on, listen to the podcast, and if you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, me too, I get it, she gets me, that's what this is all about, so that you don't feel alone in the things that we do, that we do behind closed doors when we're not feeling great, when we don't have the perfect life scenario to share on our social media wall, okay? And so for... The past month or so, I'm just not feeling it, y'all. Like, I have not been feeling myself. I have not been feeling energetic. I have not been feeling, like, in my zone, in the flow. My creativity has felt very, very stunted. And whenever that happens, I know there's a blockage. I know there is something else going on. And... I don't ever like using busy as an excuse, but you do find yourself sometimes in these seasons where you're burning the candle at both ends. And that's what I was doing. And it was a necessity at the time. Things are starting to to slow down a little bit. And I've, I've taken something off of my plate that was draining a lot of my energy. And um, I was starting to find myself because all of this goes hand in hand. The way you feel, the way you have your life structured, the way that you do all of those things, there's a connection with the food. There's a connection with how you're treating yourself. There's a connection with how you're using food to deal with the things that are going on. And I was starting to notice myself just craving things, wanting things, actually wanting to overeat, wanting to binge a little bit. And I was like, whoa, okay. Like, let's figure out what's going on here. And that's the beauty of what happens when you go on this personal development journey or you now have the irresistible you guiding principles that I teach. Like, because I live my life by those, because I'm always incorporating that as just a way of life, my self-awareness is so much higher It was probably non-existent, to be honest with you, in the past. I just would like wake up one day and be like, how did I gain all this weight? What's going on? And it's not even just the weight. It's the way you feel. It's the way your life is structured. It's the way, you know, the goals that you're not chasing, the dreams that you're not chasing. And that is exactly what I mean when we're talking about creating an irresistible life, becoming irresistible you. It is not about the size you are. It's not about the number on the scale. It's about the life and the dreams and the goals that you are putting on hold because you don't feel worthy of them. It's the dreams and the goals that you're putting on hold 
for when, if, and when you get to your goal weight. It's the life that you envision for yourself once you get the weight off. And we spend so much time thinking and dreaming and wishing to lose weight, to be a certain size, to look a certain way, to have our life be a certain way. And you think that the weight loss is this magic key to unlock all of your like big ass scary dreams and goals. And that is actually not true. And so what I was noticing in myself, I was like, all right, Amy, let's take a step back. Let's figure this out. Why are we wanting to go to the food all of a sudden? Why? Are, and I also noticed it's not just that you're wanting to overeat. You're not feeling inspired. You're not feeling creative. You're not nailing it with your work. You're not nailing. Like I am a very creative person and I always have an abundance of ideas and things that I that like just come to my mind and none of that was happening. And I know personally through my journey when that starts to happen, there's a connection and there's something wrong. I also was noticing that I just wasn't like everything was getting on my nerves. Like just the mundane stuff, even having to order the groceries, having to clean the house, having to go run errands, like everything was taking a shit ton of energy. It was pissing me off. It was making me mad. I was tired of adulting and I just wanted to eat. And I was like, whoa, whoa, we're not, we're not doing that again. We're not going down this road because I've been down this road so many freaking times in my life. I'm not willing to do it again. I'm not willing to give up my peace and my happiness and where I am today because I don't feel like adulting because I don't feel like doing things anymore because all of a sudden I've lost my mojo. And so when I took a step back, I looked at, you know, what am I not doing? And I was not waking up as early as I needed to. (laughs) I had stopped journaling in the mornings. I had stopped planning out my meals and my food. I had stopped building in time to feed my soul, to go on walks, to do fun things. And I was like, okay, that's it. So the the problem is this. Here's what happens. If And I have a very defined, clear vision of what I want for my life, and I have very defined goals, but that's not enough. So what happens is if you are not consciously planning and thinking and working towards that vision and those goals every single day, life catches up to you. You realize you're burning the candle at both ends. You realize you only have 10 seconds left in the day for you. And so everything that you want goes out the window or it goes on the back burner. And what happens when you're not being conscious of this and you're not being self-aware and you're not paying attention, that's when the years fly by. That's when all of a sudden you look up and it's your birthday and it's been five years. My gosh, you guys, it's been 10 years. We're about to celebrate a brand new decade. And have you been asleep at the wheel for the past 10 years? And it's like you wake up one day and you're like, why am I not, why haven't I gotten this thing yet that I wanted? How come I haven't lost the weight yet? How come I don't feel good in my own skin yet? How come I don't have the job that I want, the house that I want? Why isn't there more money in my bank account? Why don't I have a better relationship? And you wonder why none of these things are happening for you because you think about them all the time. You wish for them all the time. You daydream about them all the time, but you're not actively taking action to make those things a reality. 
I hope this is ringing true and it's like hitting home for you because I feel like I, I talked a lot to get to that point. Um, but I'm saying this to you because I want to know what your vision for your life is. What are your goals? What are your dreams? And what are those things outside of weight loss? Because what you end up doing is putting all of your hopes and dreams and goals on hold for if, if, and when you get to your goal weight. You create this version of yourself that's going to magically appear out of the sky because you're in a size 10. And that's not true. Weight loss is not some magic key to unlock the dream life that you have for yourself. The only way to unlock the dream life that you have for yourself is to actively take steps every single day to keep that in your face 24-7 so that you are always working towards what it is that you want and you're not allowing outside forces to knock you down. Because what happens is when your goals and dreams are not top of mind and are not being prioritized, you will easily be distracted by other people's bullshit. Let's use weight as an example. You want to get to your goal weight. You want to lose weight. You want to get there. And you think about it all the time. You're miserable in your clothes. You don't like the way you look. And the minute your friend asks you to go to happy hour, you don't even stop to think and you just say yes. And then you go to happy hour and you just go to town on the drinks and the food and all the things. You go home feeling like shit saying, how did this happen again? I can't believe I overate. I told myself I wasn't going to do that. I don't have any self-control. I can't do it. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Because you didn't make it a priority. You didn't have a plan. You didn't have your action items, your goals, your dreams laid out in such a way that when someone asks you that, you know what your priorities are to say, you know what, I would love to, but I actually have something else to do tonight, maybe some other time. The same thing with other things in your life. Like, let's say you want to um, start a business and you work a full-time job and someone asks you to go to happy hour tonight and the first reaction out of your mouth is, sure, yeah, I'd love to. Yes, let's go. And next thing you know, you're home, you get home late, you're drunk, you're tired, it's time for bed, and you don't have any extra time or energy to spend working on that business that you have as a dream. But you want it so bad. But you crave it. You think about it. That's all you want. But your actions are not reflecting what you really want because you're not prioritizing yourself and your goals. You can't sit there and wish for your life to change. You can't wish for your body to change. You can't wish for the weight to just come off. You can't sit there and wish and hope that your job's going to get better. You're going to get a promotion. You're going to see more money in your bank account tomorrow. That's not going to happen by wishing. And when you're on the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle, the only thing you think about is your future body. Well, if I just lose the weight, I'll have the dream job. If I just lose the weight, then I'll start the business because then I'll, I'll be more comfortable to talk to people. Well, if I just lose the weight, I'll start making more money because, because why? Why do you correlate weight loss with making more money? But you do it anyway, 
even though it sounds asinine. You think about all these things, this fantasy life that you're going to have that you'll start doing once you get to your goal weight. And so you invest all this time daydreaming and thinking about the future version of you that's skinny and everybody looks at you when you walk in the room, except you don't have a plan, you don't have a strategy, and without a plan and a strategy, it's all wishful thinking, and wishful thinking doesn't do anything but keep you stuck exactly where you are and spinning your wheels, wondering why nothing's working. And so then you just blame the reason none of it works on the detox. You blame the reason none of it's happening for you on the keto diet. You blame the reason why you don't have what you want because your workout buddy said they can't work out with you anymore. And you play the victim and you have your pity party and your pity party goes on for years, months, decades. I don't know. You tell me how long has your pity party been going on? So when you can take a step back, you have to be able to take a step back from your life. You have to be able to slow down for a minute, turn off all the noise, all the distractions, all the things, get some time alone. And when is the last time you ever did that? Because you're out here trying to do for everybody else, to please everybody else, because you don't like your life, you don't like the way you look, you don't feel lovable, you don't feel worthy. So you make the assumption that everybody else feels the same way about you. So if you can just do everything for everybody else, they're all going to love you regardless of what you look like. Meanwhile, you have nothing left inside of you to give to you. And what is the benefit of you doing stuff for everybody else if on the inside you are absolutely miserable and crying on the inside? What is the point? You have to slow down. You have to get calm and quiet. And you have to do this because it is time for you to actually get to know yourself and create a vision for the life that you want. And I'm willing to bet, if you're listening, you haven't taken the time to do that ever or in a very long time. Because sitting there wanting to, let's just say, wanting to lose weight so bad, that is not doing anything for you unless you have strategic, actionable steps to reach the goals that you're setting for yourself. Sitting there wishing you had the bigger house, wishing you had the better job, wishing, wishing, wishing isn't doing anything. And so that's like when you're saying, well, I think about this all the time. It's all I ever want. I want it so bad. But then what are you doing about it? How are you protecting your goals? How are you protecting you and learning how to say no to other people so that your goals and your life is prioritized first? So you have to take some time to slow down, to spend some time with you to actually get to know who the hell you are. Because when you've been in this cycle of yo-yo dieting, hating your body, trying to do everything for everybody else, you don't even know who you are anymore. You don't even know what you want anymore. And if I asked you, what is it that you want? Could you even answer that question? And if you can't, 
said with so much love, but that's a problem. That is a problem, my friend. That is such a problem. You should know exactly what you want. And if you don't, then it's time to take some time away, to slow down, to stop. And let's get really clear on what your vision is, what your goals are, and how you're going to protect that time going forward. And this is something that I practice and do every single day. And I realized the reason I had been feeling like I was in such a rut this past month or so is I haven't been doing that. I haven't been practicing putting my my goals and my dreams as a priority and doing the things that I'm going to share with you on a daily basis to make sure that that is protected at all costs. This is your life. Let's get that really clear. This is your life. And I don't care how much people love you. They are not going to be the ones to prioritize your life and what it is that you want with your vision. Nobody else is going to be able to do that but you. Not your spouse, not your partner, not your kids, not your anybody but you. And it doesn't matter how much they love you. You have to love you more. You have to love you more because nobody is going to understand your vision and your goals as clearly and as purposefully as you do. Nobody will. You know, and having these conversations in your head, you know, you see yourself in the mirror, then you start the inner fat bitch talk about how you can't stand it. I just got to get the weight off. I'll start over on Monday. Everything will be great if I could just, you know, get it started, get the weight off. Then I'll think about my other goals and dreams. That's not working for you. Because if it was working for you, you would have what you wanted already. And that's what I tell you. This is not about the weight. The weight is is holding you back. The weight is what you use as an excuse. The weight has been your crutch for so many years for the reason why you don't have to show up to your fullest potential. But the weight is a symptom of something else. The weight is a symptom of you not wanting to show up and show everyone your full potential. Because if I just show up and I half-ass everything and I'm not really going after what I want and I'm not really putting in all the effort, nobody's going to judge me for that. But if I do my best and I put all my effort into it, they're going to be like, wow, that's you giving your best? Well, then you suck. That's what you're telling yourself. And so you allow your weight to get in the way of the life that you really want. And the life that you really want isn't about weighing a certain number or being a certain size. It's about the way you're going to feel, the things that you're going to do, the things that you want to accomplish, the way that you want to live. And so you're wasting all of your precious time waiting on the weight. Meanwhile, the weight's not coming off because you're not doing anything about that. And because you've told yourself all of your goals will happen when you lose the weight, they sure as shit aren't happening right now. And so where does that leave you? It leaves you spiraling out of control, feeling miserable, feeling ashamed, feeling like this is never going to get better for you. And as a result, you're not doing what it is that you really want to be doing. So then you feel like a victim. You feel jealous of other people, thinking that the things that they have just fell on their lap. Meanwhile, uh, no, they're working their ass off to get what they want. And you can do the same thing. Having 
the life that you crave is not reserved for some people. It's not reserved for certain types of people. It's reserved for anyone that has the tenacity to go after it, to protect it at all costs, and to stop using excuses as to why it can't happen. It's up to you. It's up to you whether you're going to get there or not. So, you know, it's not enough. Like, if you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, that is not enough to make change. You have to actually make space, intentional space in your life for that change to happen. And I'm going to talk about how to do that here in a second. And I realized for me in the past month, burning the candle at both ends, ooh, I had stopped doing that. And that's why I was feeling like shit. I was feeling like I'm not in control of anything. Everything is just like chaotic and I don't have enough time. It's because I wasn't creating that time because I was feeling so overwhelmed, so burnt out that I was just choosing to lay under the wet blanket of misery instead of getting my ass up and doing what I know works. And that stopped. That is done. I am back at it. I have got to get on, you know, I had to get back on my game. Because I refuse to allow myself to ever go back down that dark hole. Because I know how bad it feels. I know how miserable it feels. And I know how amazing it feels on the other side. And I'm not willing to give that up. So here's some of the things that I want to share with you that you can start doing if you are feeling the same way and knowing that you need to get to know yourself on a better level, get to put, you know, make this vision for your life and what you want that is not just, I want to lose weight. Because what does that even mean? Because if you listen to the podcast and you want to lose weight, I know there's more wrapped up in that than just weight loss. You know, I'm not the bro from the gym who's teaching you how to like lose the 15 pounds that you gained last summer. That's not what this is about. This is about all the emotional weight, all the the lack of confidence and self-worth that is wrapped up in your extra weight, physical weight. And even if you've lost your physical weight, That doesn't mean you have self-worth, self-love, and that you're not carrying around a shit ton of emotional weight. Because if you've never dealt with it, it's still there. Okay? So one of the things that I find to be super helpful is I am not a morning person. I do not like waking up super early. However, I know for me to put my goals and priorities my goals and dreams as priorities in my life, I have to wake up a little bit earlier than I normally would. Now that time is up to you. That's based on your own schedule. But if you can wake up even an hour, 30 minutes to an hour early, that is going to make all the difference in the world. And what I want to share with you in that time that works really well, that's when I do my morning journaling. Now what is a morning journal? My morning journal is how I start my day. It is the key to successfully starting my day because when I don't do that is when I start feeling like everything's out of control, okay? So I do my morning journal before I even turn the computer on, before I start scrolling the Facebook and the Instagram on the phone, before I start interacting with people in emails and getting like pulled into other people's bullshit. 
morning journaling is how I exercise my brain. It's how I get out all the energy, all of the like nervous energy, the anxieties, the scary thoughts to make room for the day ahead and my priorities of my goals. And so when I go into my journal in the morning, one of the first questions that I like to answer is how am I feeling right now? And I want to be extremely honest with myself. Do not write down what you think someone wants you to say. Because if that's how you're going into journaling, it's never going to work for you. So keep in mind, your journal is private. It's just between you and you. And you need to be honest with yourself. And so I will write down, how am I feeling right now? And so, for example, I'm actually going to open up one of my journal entries and read to you what, what actually um, I have written in here so that you can get an example of what I mean. Okay. So I just flipped to a random page from earlier in the year and I wrote down, it says, how do I currently feel? I feel anxious. I can feel my anxiety rising in my body and my body physically feels bloated. The next question that I answer is, how do I want to feel? And I wrote down, I want to feel calm. I want to feel happy and I want to be, feel light. Physically, mentally, and emotionally light. And then, so you want to look at how you currently feel and how do you want to feel today, okay? And then the next question that I answer is, okay, now that I know how I'm feeling and how I want to feel, how do I bridge the gap to get there? What is it that I need to do? What is the bridge? And I write down as many things as, as many things, um, that come to mind as possible. There's not like a rule about this, you guys. You just write down whatever comes to mind. And so for this particular day, whatever was going on, I wrote down, I need to prioritize my work for the day. I need to chunk out that work. Because for me, I work by chunking out similar uh, types of work. So I'm not constantly task switching between things. I need to eat clean and drink all my water. And I need to stand in my power today. Those were the things that I knew that I needed to do in order to feel calm, happy, and light. And so those are just three questions that every single day I get out my morning journal before the day begins and I just like, all right, how am I feeling right now? How do I want to feel today? And what am I going to do to get there? And that is so powerful. I know it sounds so simple. So if you are resisting the process, you better go do it because it's not enough to just think about it and like want to do it. Getting it out on paper, it's, there's just, it's such a simplistic thing, but it is so powerful. So those are the three questions that I answer every single day. Now, one of the other things that I do in my journal every single day as well is I write a list of things I'm grateful for. Okay. I, um, you know, just write down like three to five things, try to do at least three to five things that you're feeling grateful for in that moment for that day. And they might be similar day to day and they can be something as simple as coffee. They could be something as, um, you know, big as your health or a family member's health, whatever that is to you. But when you write out these things that you're grateful for, it takes the bullshit factor away. 
where you're over here stressing about, you know, what's this person going to say and how are they going to handle this project and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, whatever it is you got going on that's just like first world problems. When you write down your gratitude list, it's like, okay, it's not that serious. And it allows you to take that anxiety, anxious feeling that you have about the meeting today and realize in the grand scheme of life, because of the things that you're grateful for, it's really not that serious. And now you can feel more at peace and calm, which is how you wanted to feel, by looking at your gratitude list. Okay. So, you know, that's just some of the things that help me a lot is looking at those, you know, adding gratitude on to that list. Now, the other thing that I like to do as well is I write down a mantra for the day. A mantra. That mantra is something that might be relevant to what's going on that day, how I'm feeling, how I want to feel, and I change it up every single day. I just kind of jot down like whatever comes to mind. So for this particular day, I wrote down, you know what you're doing. You've done this a million times, Amy. You've got this. So it's like a message to yourself, a mantra that you might need to repeat before that difficult meeting you're going to have today or that difficult client or that difficult phone call that you need to make to someone. You just write down a mantra that you can repeat over and over and over again when those anxiety, that anxious feeling starts rising or whatever that feeling is that you're having, okay? And this is what I do every single day. Now, what I also want you to look at is that vision for your life. So this is the bigger picture. This is what I was talking about. You need to take a step back, take some time alone, get quiet, and let's write out that vision for your life. And that would be you writing down and thinking about what, who do I want to become? Who do I want to become? And when you do this, I would write it out and I, like, I want to become a woman that isn't afraid to share how she's feeling. I want to become a woman that isn't afraid to wear high heels in public. I am not afraid to speak my mind in a room full of men. Whatever those things are, write down exactly what it is of who you want to become. Not who you are now, but who you want to be, the life that you want to have. And my vision, when I have my future self, my vision and all of that, I have it down to, I know the type of house I'm sitting in, the window I'm looking out of, the type of life that I'm living, I can smell it, I can see it, like it is so crystal clear. Now it may not be that crystal clear for you the first time. I've been doing this for a very long time and I have this big, huge vision that I am working towards. So I want you to just think about who is it that you want to become? Who is she? Write it all down. And then the next thing is how does she want to feel? So how do you want her to feel? How do you want to feel? So it's kind of like what we do on a daily basis, but we're thinking about our future vision, like that vision of your life. Like who do you want to become? How do you want to feel? And then when you write all that down, let's do the bridge again. What do you need to do to get there? Because my business coach shares this with us all the time, and I think it's fantastic, and it's so true, that who you are today 
is not who you need to be to get you where you want to go. So what got you where you are today is not the same person that's going to get you to your next level. You've got to be able to level up. So I want you to think about who do you need to become in order to feel confident, in order to feel worthy, in order to feel that you can speak your mind in front of a room and not care if you're being judged. Who, like, what do you need to do to get there? Because that's what I'm saying for you guys. It's not enough to just say, I want to be confident. I want to feel worthy. I want to feel that I have, you know, the ability to speak my mind without judgment. That's great, but how are you going to get there? What do you need to learn? What do you need to do? And what are you going to need to give up in order to reach that level? Yeah, that's a big one. What are you going to need to give up in order to become who you want to be? Are you going to have to give up lounging around watching Netflix three days in a row on the weekends in order to live your best life, your most irresistible life? You damn right you are. Are you going to have to give up shoving your face in the hot pink cupcakes in order to feel confident and secure and happy in your own skin? Yeah, I would say yes. And again, it's not about the size. It's because when you're eating shitty food all day, binge eating, emotionally eating, your body feels like crap. And when your body feels like crap, it's really hard to feel like amazing mentally emotionally. And when you feel great emotionally and mentally, you're not doing those things anyway. You're taking care of yourself and you're treating yourself with more respect. So get some quiet time, figure this stuff out, turn the damn phone off, turn the computer off, get away from the distractions, and let's actually get clear about what is your vision. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? And what do you need to get there? What do you need to learn? Do you need to hire a coach? Do you need to invest in a program? Do you need to read books? Do you need to listen to podcasts? What do you need to do in order to become that person? And chances are you're going to need help with that whether it's with a coach, whether it's in a program like Irresistible You, or whether it's even in therapy. Because if you could do it yourself, you would have already done it. Think about that. And sometimes the having someone else that can call you out on your shit is really what you need in order for you to take the next step. And again, also thinking about what is in your life right now that you're going to have to give up in order to become that, that version of you. And so looking at all of that, then you want to just write down, like, what is that vision? What are your goals? What are the goals that you want for yourself? And then you make that a priority every single day. Because your morning journal and your time should also be reflective of that vision and those goals that you have for yourself. And so you can even write in your morning journal, like, here are the five things I need to do today to work towards this goal. And write the goal down and write down the five things. How you do it with what you write down doesn't matter. What matters is that you have a process. What matters is that you have some type of ritual or activity that is putting that in front of you 
all the time. Because you know what happens, we get busy, we burn the candle at both ends, and next thing you know, we don't remember who we are and what we wanted. And we're doing all these things for everybody else, and we're not making the time for us and what we want. Because you're not making it a priority. And when you are so crystal clear on your goals and your vision, when that person says, hey, you want to go to happy hour tonight? No, I can't. I need to work on my business. No, I can't. I have an appointment at the gym. No, I can't. I need time for myself. And again, no is an acceptable answer without an excuse. No. No, thank you. Maybe some other time. So anyway, um, I hope this is helpful. I hope it's good to think about this stuff. You know, we get so caught up in, I just want to lose the weight. I just want to be small. And when I get to that weight, then I'll do all this stuff. Then I'll do the visioning. Then I'll think about my goals. Then I'll think about my dreams. Well, we can't do that anymore because our life is happening now. And we have to stop waiting for the weight because your life is passing you by. It's about to be 2020. And I don't know how you spent the last 10 years of your life and this last decade, But I sure hope the next decade of your life, you're spending it doing things that serve you, that you want to do, that you crave to do. And you're not living on autopilot, zombie walking it through life because you're the one that's in control. You have the ability to make those decisions. You and only you will understand how deeply important your goals and your dreams really are. And you're going to be the only person at the end of the day who is responsible for making it happen. All right, guys, if you like this, if you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes, leave a quick rating and review. That means the world to me. It helps other women find the podcast that need to hear this message. So only takes a couple minutes. I would love you so much if you could go and do that. Be sure to head over into the free Irresistible You podcast discussion group on Facebook. That's where we can connect. We'll talk about this episode. We'll talk about all the other things. um, And we can just chit chat and have a good time in there as well. So thank you again. Until the next one, stay irresistible.